We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 703 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Already kicked it off for the first hour. Now, hour number two of the show commissions Baltimore World of Stupid, both in this hour. But right now, guys, what we do in sports, we compare, right? That's what something we do in sports. In life, I try not to because it, it's the thief, thief of joy. But in sports, we can't help it. We, we compare. And the last time the Ravens had a number one seed was 2019. And we're already comparing because people don't want Lamar to sit out because of what happened in 2019. John Harbaugh was asked to compare 2019 for 2023, and this is what he had to say. You know, I don't know. We put up 500 yards in that game. You know, we just didn't score touchdowns. I mean, that's really the bottom line. And, and by the end of the game, our defense, you know, got a little worn out uh, against a really good running team. So it's, it's kind of a, it's a narrative. We didn't win the game. We didn't score enough points, but it wasn't like we weren't moving the ball. We just didn't execute in the red zone very well. So that, that was just a football game, I, I think. Um, we had really good practices and went back and kind of looked through that and notes and things like that. We practiced great. Guys had good spirits. We, I, think, I think we had a good game plan. Uh, we just didn't get the job done in certain plays, you know, so that's how football goes. So the long-winded point here is that you just look at where you're at with your team at this time and make the decisions that are best as you see it. I don't think that was long-winded. I think that was a very detailed explanation of what went down in 2019, to be honest with you, Harbs. Appreciate that. Now, the big comparison is, should they do the same things that they did in 2019 to have the same results? And he's talking about the Tennessee Titans game. So what I did, guys, is I made some categories, and I'll let you decide. How's that? Okay. All, All right. right. Category, 2019, 2023, quarterback. Who's better? 2023. Yep, 2023. 2023. I was going to say Lamar, but that, it's the same. <laughs> 2023. That's what I almost said. 2023. I know. <laughs> Running back. This is hard. Running, running backs, 2019, 2023. Ooh. Well, they got busted up in 2019, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. They got I busted up this year, too. 23, yeah. too? Yeah. All right. Push. You go 23 as well? I yeah. went 2019. I'll say it's a push. All right. Didn't they all get hurt? How many got hurt there in 19? I don't know. I mean. The whole crew except Gus, right? Or Who was hurt, Joe? Hurt Ingram, got hurt, Ingram got hurt. Ingram got hurt. The last uh, game Ingram season. got uh, strained his calf two weeks before that and was oh, so Gus never was, the same. Gus wasn't a part of that then, right? Or was he? Gus was Gus there. Was there. Okay, so yeah. Gus, we had Ingram. Mark, Mark Ingram. You had the Heisman backfield, right? With, <laughs> but that was with um, RG3. RG3. Yeah. 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 I, thought, I, I thought just because of the results alone, to be honest with you, I went with 2019. Okay. I, I just thought. No, they did. Yeah, that's true. They set the record. As, as a Lamar whole, ran yeah. a lot more. Back. As a whole, they were better in 2019. Okay. Not saying that this group isn't good. Like, I think they're phenomenal. But you had, you know, you had 
uh, Ingram. You had uh, Justice Hill was there also. Right. You know, yeah, Justice Hill. That's what I'm thinking about. You know, so all these guys were there and they did well. Um, they used that year's running back. They used Gus. They used uh, Ingram. Ingram had a thousand yards. Gus had seven hundred. Yeah. So I'll go with 2019. Yeah, 2019. Right. In retrospect, yeah. Wide receivers. 2019, 2023. 2023. Not even, not even close. That's not, that's Keep not it close. It's not even close. <laughs> so uh, tight ends. 2019, 2020. Tw- uh, 2023. 23. I'm going 23. Yeah. I am too. Just to yeah. let you know who the tight ends were back then. Uh, for the most part, it was Andrews and Hurst, but Hurst that year caught 30 balls uh, for two touchdowns. But I, I just think likely is a just better guy. It, yeah, it's, forget the stats. It, look, the eye test with likely is like this, that kid's got talent, man. This one, I can't decide because what I remember from the offensive line was the offensive line was, was trash at one point. And then with Lamar Jackson, when he took over in the middle of 2018, all of a sudden they had new life. So offensive line, 2019, 2023, who's better? Mm. I can't decide on this one. I'd probably go to – man, that is really difficult, like just thinking back about if it. If I go by his own results, you had to go with 2019 because yeah. they were a record-breaking rushing team. Yep. That's one that you should – that we probably should give them. 2019? All right. Well, think about it too. It's like in, in 2019, you about the running game, Andrews, Stanley, Orlando Brown, Yanda. Yeah. <laughs> Yonda. And Ricard. Enough said. So, I mean, they all went to the Pro Bowl that year. So, yeah. All right. How many sacks did they have this year, Ed? Right now. 56, 57. Okay. 2019, just to give you numbers, they had 37. Pass rush. Who did it better? Yeah, this year was. They led the league. Yeah. Leading the league. Linebackers. Off the ball style. Oh, this year. This year? I mean, they're both Pro Bowlers. When When does one team get two inside linebackers? Yeah. As a Pro Bowler? Secondary. Mm. Secondary Marlon is better than I. Well, you got Kyle but, Hamilton. But you Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, I, I have to say twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three again here. Yeah. All right. Yep. So we all go with twenty twenty three. Special teams. <sighs> That's Sam I Cook. Mean, I'm I like with, Sam Cook better. I'm going twenty nineteen. I'm going. Tw- I went with twenty nineteen on special yeah. teams. I was 2019 because of Sam Cook. Yeah, Cook was outstanding. Who was the um? And I think Justin Tucker was better then. He was better then. Who would kick returner then? Would have been Duvernay still? Would he have been returning then? Returners back then. Or no, um, uh, Justice Hill returned 12. uh, DeAnthony Thomas returned 10. Didn't we have the local kid, or am I I have the wrong year? Cyrus Jones. Cyrus Cyrus Jones was there, but he returned 12 punts. That was it. Okay. We had no returns for touchdowns back then. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I think overall this team is better, and I think you can see it. The proof's in the pudding with Final one. player personnel. What? Go ahead. Coaching. I hmm. thought he, he did a better year in 2019 than he did this year. I thought he had more talent this year. But well, hold on, because then you got to take in uh-huh. Yamo B there and what he's done with that defense, because it's uh-huh. not just the head coach. So I was looking yeah. at it. Coaching. I, I'm going this year. I'm because going the this offense, year. I can't give no. Greg I'm, Roman was no. This I'm going year. this year. Never mind. No, no. <laughs> Never mind. This is ridiculous. So, 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 do we agree Stupid. that this year is probably the better version of the Baltimore Ravens? But you know what will happen? Yes, I think we all agree that. But what will happen is, depending on how this season goes, that's what will determine if this oh, is yeah. a better year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because we can all look back on it, you know, based on the results. Yep. Hubie yeah. in Baltimore. What's up, Hubie? 
Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning to you. Harbaugh really know his team, and um, he was exactly right. I mean, they moved the ball pretty well in 2019, but they just couldn't score in the red zone. That's all. And um, as far as them wearing down at towards the end of the game, Derrick Henry had 30 carries for 195 yards. And remember, he, he got better as the game went on because they, they, st- they stuffed him a little bit yeah. early in the first half. Absolutely. But I believe now that you have a Roquan Smith in the, in the middle, that'll neutralize a running game. So I feel as though the Ravens are a far better team in 2023-24 this year than 19 because the maturity, too. Lamar has matured far greater than he did back then. He did, definitely has. I, I, I agree with that. He's a better quarterback. That was that awful loss to the Titans. That was he was right five hundred something yards of total offense mm-hmm. in that game. Ooh. Ken McCusick talked about someone on defense with reduced responsibilities. Talk about that at seven thirty. But on the other side, it's Commission's Baltimore. What you got, Commission? May have a little good news for people. Talk about the, how Baltimore ended up year end with the violence and uh, some of the things they're having trouble with in, in the side department now. You feeling good because it's Friday Eve? Good news and stuff. Yeah. Man. Commission's Baltimore up next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. It's Commissions Baltimore. What you got going on, Eddie? I just wanted to talk about the uh, the state of the city, kind of. like Because um, if you don't know, or they're really touting um, historic drops in crime and this and that. And... Um, and it did. I want to get credit where it's due because, you know, now they've had, well, it's a 21% drop in the in the homicide rate. They went from 327 last year to 259, and they're touting it as an historic drop. And it's, it's something to be very happy about that it went down. I'm not going to minimize that at all. However... <laughs> 
The only problem I have with this stuff is, you know, you got to realize what they did here and where it's come from. Um, you know, they're talking about it. it's great, it's great. Yeah, that's right. They haven't had, you know, fewer than 300 homicides since 2014. So you're talking about nine years, 10 years. Mm-hmm. But that's because they took their foot off the gas and let it get so horrible here. Because you got to keep in mind, not that long ago, they were under 200. And like, if you go further back, like, this number, this 259, it sounds fantastic. And they're all doing backflips. Do you know when I left, it was 253. Because I went down from 320 something to, two, you know, under 300. Every year went down. What is it again this year? Th- last year was 259. And when you left, it was 253. Yeah. So my point is, and again, Fred Bielfeld and Tony Barks, they brought it down lower than that. They went from where I was, it came down to like 200. So that's what you should be comparing it to. Not to, you know, because what it is, it's like, you know, when some, if somebody really let themselves go weight wise and you gain like you know, 150 pounds and then you lose 25 mm-hmm. and you claim it's success. Nah, I don't think so. You let yourself become, you know, disgusting and, you know, unhealthy. And now, you, you, you know, you made a tiny dent in it and you're looking for prey. This is kind of what I feel. But this is really a good thing because on, and when I'm looking at all kind of like when you had Kyle Bowler as a quarterback and now you have Josh Dobbs. And you say, well, remember we used to have Kyle Bowler. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. But now it's like, but there's, a, you know, there are things to be happy about and optimistic about because there's new police commissioner. And I was never a fan of Harrison's, people know. I thought he was the worst we've had. Um, I don't know if it was him or the city hall was running him, but it was just a disaster. The cops were unhappy. Murder was through the roof. Carjacking's everywhere. Window washers everywhere. It was just the city looked like, you know, Gotham City. So now you've got a new guy, in, you know, Richard Worley's the commissioner. Um, you have a new state's attorney in Ivan Bates, who is certainly better than Marilyn Mosby. I mean, you know, at least Bates is, is going to prosecute crimes and— you know, it's I think more police friendly than she was. We have a partner, and I think the, the to me the best thing they did. And I'm obviously biased because he's my protege and very close friend of mine. But the mayor appointed Tony Barksdale as the deputy mayor of public safety, just about when this stuff started to go down, because he it, he knows exactly what the program was that got us to where we when things were safe, and he made them do it again because he had abandoned it. They started staying on top of the police department. Where you know we doing this? We're running Comstat. Are we keeping people accountable? Strategies keep people accountable. You got to be relentless with this stuff. Can you give a quick explanation to the folks listening, in case they don't know what Comstat is? Absolutely. Um, it's it's so simple that it's embarrassing that we weren't doing this. But what I brought here because we did, it was invented in New York City on the Jack Maple, and I learned from him, which is like getting your black belt from Henzo Gracie. I mean, I learned from the guy, and um, the guy with the thing. Yeah. But what it is is, you know, we never did this before. We had live crime data. Like, you knew exactly what was happening in every street in New York City at the time. Huh? You just said what it is is. By the way, did you know if if Ivan Bates were a lord in England, he'd be Master Bates? Sorry, I was just thinking about that. Another toy reference right there? Is that Richard Pryor? Master Bates. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) we would actually bring people in throughout the city on a regular, but twice a week. Really we covered the whole city, and we would just, you know, start to hold them accountable. Say, why, you know, how come? Uh, and we did it here. Like, if you, you know, how come? It, whatever, Monroe and Fayette, you've had three shootings in the last two months, and you know who's who's involved. What are you doing about it? What are we doing to, you know, address that? Pratt Street, Pratt and you know, Pratt and Gay. You've got unruly kids on dirt bikes and and whatever, some street robberies, and then you hold people accountable. They weren't doing this. 
It's embarrassing to say, but they weren't doing it. And then, you know, you employ strategies, and it's accurate and timely intelligence, knowing exactly when and where crimes are happening in every street in your city. Rapid deployment, because showing up six weeks later does nothing. The crooks move on to greener pastures. Effective tactics. I'll talk about some of the stuff we did where people, you know, mistakenly think zero tolerance was. It's not. What we do is we had a series of shootings on bicycles because adults are riding bikes because they can get through alleys and small, because the cops couldn't get the cars through. So what we started doing was enforcing bicycle regulations overnight, not kids on bikes after school, but, you know, like, like Debo, grown men on little kids' bikes riding around, you know, <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the morning carrying guns. We stopped them from not, you know, riding on the sidewalk, not wearing a helmet. You had, you know, identification. You pat them down. You came up with it. We came up with a ton of guns in a shooting stop. And then relentless follow-up and assessment. You got to be relentless and never let people rest. You got to keep people going. And it worked. And that's what they started bringing back, or Boxer was pushing to bring back. And uh, I think it's a, you know, I'm hoping it's a, an amalgam of all these things that have changed with a new state's attorney, a new police commissioner, a new you know, mayor of pub- public safety um, that is actually responsible for this crime drop. I know it's, it's dropped around other big cities in the country, too. But this whole, you know, that defund the police movement was not a good idea. And they're still having trouble recruitment here. They're down a zillion cops in Baltimore. But this is the issue. I mean, the bottom line is it's, they had a successful 2023. And I'm just happy for that, that the crime went down by two, murders now 21%. So That's good. Almost a quarter. Yeah. Commissioners, Baltimore, 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on fan. So, uh, you know, I'm sorry I ruined your Commissioners Baltimore segment with my nonsense. Well, we're well, used to it. Yeah, we were just, you know. No, it's the first time you did something. We were talking positively about something and saying some things that I think were really important, and I'm over here making jokes. Earlier, we were talking about comparing 19 to 23, mm-hmm. and let's go to West Virginia. Tony wants to weigh in. What's up, Tony? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, man. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, you know, it's funny. This this topic kind of reminded me of um, the 2006 Ravens in comparison to the 2000 Super Bowl championship Ravens. And the reason why I say that is because the defense was so dominant for the 2006 team that people forget about them. They had that horrendous yep. loss in the playoffs, Colts, just like we did in 2019 to the Five Titans. field goals, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those seasons where you, you, you're thinking, we're going to win the Super Bowl, and we're even, we may even be in some statistical category better than the 2000 Ravens. You know, uh, Aloni, not his rookie year. He came in and, and really cleaned things up for Ray Lewis. Yeah, I think the only team that year – that led that had uh, more sacks than us was the Chargers, um, but aside from that, the Ravens were like number one in basically every category. And it was just they were a turnover machine, and they were scoring when they got the ball. That was the unique part about that season. Every time our defense got an interception or a fumble, it was a touchdown. There, there was no doubt about it. Um, but yeah, it just kind of reminded me of that in some way. But this year, the reason why I say that is because it, it, I'm honing in on defense. I think that what Lamar did in 2019 was slightly more impressive because 36 touchdowns and six interceptions, and he did it without the talent that he has right now, which is pretty phenomenal. I think that's a very fair take. It is. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about that. Tony, thanks a lot for the call, man. 410-583-1057. World is stupid at 725, but on the other side, Kim McCusick yesterday, if you missed him, he talked about reduced responsibility for cornerbacks. What is that a a product of? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 731 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. I like this. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kanye, Lil Kanye. So yesterday, we had Kim McCusick in studio, as we do on Wednesdays. And uh, we asked him a lot of things from filmstudybaltimore.com. And this is what he had to say about the Ravens' secondary. Yeah, it's, it's been great. So we talked a little bit about the cornerback availability in the in the first part. But what's really cool about it is they, they still have a fairly limited responsibility set for the corners they have on the field because of the starting with two deep safeties and what a safety can take away from either side mm-hmm. of the field by rotating or, or going to these matchup zone concepts. It's it's very effective, and, and it's a great triumph of McDonald, even more, I think, than the pass rush itself and the scheme he's added there um, is, is just exactly what he's doing in the secondary. He talked about limited responsibility, Jeremy, of the cornerbacks. Why is he able to limit the responsibility of the cornerbacks? I believe it's the pass rush. I think that's why this comes into play. We've always talked about pass rush and cornerbacks going hand-in-hand. Hand. And ever since the rule enforcement's changed about how you can handle uh, receivers out there, when you can touch them, when you can put your hands on them, and even then, when you're hand-fighting when the ball is in the air, it's up to the official, the referee there, to call whatever they want to call. Um, there's less enforcement around the, the pass rush to get to the quarterback. Now, once you get there, you got to be careful how you tackle the guy. But right. But I think that's why the scheme up front is really what's setting them up. And... You know, that's why I've asked Ken, who's breaking down the film each week when we talk about it, like the run defense, I don't think the run defense has been bad. It hasn't been good, but I think that's designed, um, you know, that you're going to get beat up a little bit in the run to protect in the pass. Um, and against certain teams, you're going to need that. You're going to need that if you face a Miami team in the postseason, although if your offense performs like it did, you ain't got to worry about it. The yeah. Buffalo Bills have the third best odds of getting to the Super Bowl, and if they lose this week, they're not going to make the playoffs. So yeah. it, it's a really, like... Everything's kind of strange right now how you look at it, but like when you talk about that pass rush and, and what they're able to do with that, I think that and Lamar is going to be the difference in this year in 2019. Do you think it's, you agree with him, uh, Ed, that it's the secondary to pass rush, I mean? Uh, no, I'm a little surprised at how they, how they've given up running rushing yards because – I mean, the, what? how the cornerbacks can have limited responsibility. Oh, with q yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, back to the what the scheme of it. You mean? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one thing that the scheme. But I'm just a little surprised with the um, the quality of your front 
that you're giving up this many yards rush because they can gouge quite a bit. And you got you have better linebackers than you've had in a long time. It, it's not the cover two philosophy, which like if you watch the old Colts teams and how they would give up the run, like Ken McCusick brought it up in the, the only yeah. reason I bring this up is he talked about it in our segment. If you guys go back and listen to it, where he mentioned uh, the cover two, like you're going to give up the run so you can eliminate some of the pass. And the whole point of it was you get a lead, you set your pass rushers free, right? Mm-hmm. Like just, hey, pin your ears back and go get the quarterback. So that was kind of the philosophy. I feel like there's some of that in this. It's not a cover two per se, but I do feel like they're a little softer in that with the scheme of getting to the quarterback. But yeah. again, to each their own and what they think. I mean, Ed can be wrong on this one. Um, well, I think uh, I want to go back to the cornerback thing, though. See, Jeremy, I, I, yeah, you can always help out the secondary with a pass rush. But if you listen to what what, Ken, I mean, what uh, uh, McCusick is saying, he's very specific about saying corners. I don't think it's just the pass rush. I think the talent that you have at safety allows you to give less responsibility to the corner. He didn't say he didn't say limited responsibility of the secondary. He said specifically of the corners, and I think the yeah. play of Hamilton and Stone and Williams but I has helped some, you well, do that. Well, I asked him specifically about what, how much they miss Hamilton in this game because of that. Because I think there's a lot of completions and outside runs that were made that would have not have been made if Hamilton was on the field. See, but that's a weird thing. you got to include Hamilton in the pass rush, too, because of like him getting to the quarterback oh, yeah. when they sent him on blitzes yeah. and different things. They use him in so many ways, and they call him a Swiss Army knife, which I think is unfair to him because he's really good at everything. Yeah. I just I, I think I think the safeties specifically helps you limit the responsibilities of the corners. I, I just think having that talent back, I think Geno Smith has been very good. You know, at times we at times we forget Marcus Williams is injured. You know, at times we forget it. The first two weeks he came back, we talked about him, you know, having a little chicken wing on that one side. But well, since then that poor guy's been the future of all year long. He's the one armed man. He's like, ba- he's made some plays. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I think the the talent that they have and the depth that they have at that safety position has really helped the cornerbacks. Uh, I mean, pass rush helps everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got a yeah. good pass rush. That makes the world – that makes life hell on the quarterback, the opposing quarterbacks. You saw Tua. Poor Tua saw things that weren't happening. He was moving off the spot when the spot was still clean. Yeah. I mean, just – and that's the thing about quarterback. Ed, and, again, I only played quarterback in high school. But you played against teams like when I was in high school, Carver and Mervo had tremendous pass rushes, tremendous. And they would come at you so many times and so heavy that you drop back the pass expecting the pass yeah. rush. So that changes everything. When when mm-hmm. when I just dropped back the last three times and I got somebody up on my chin. So that fourth time. I'm looking for the pass rush. And when 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 defenses are so good that you kind of take your eyes and you focus a little bit off of what's going on downfield and now you're looking at that line, you won. And it looked like to me on Sunday, Tua at times dropped back looking at the line before he looked at his receivers, and that's why he was missing some quick openers. And I thought that was the key going into that game. Yeah. He missed a lot of quick openers because his first look was the defensive line or the pass rush? And with him, you've got to give him a lot of uh, a lot of rope because he's had. You know, speaking of the devil's on center screen, um, his his history with concussions is really bad. So I'm sure that, you know he's been told by his doctors that you got to be really careful out there um, because he's had some severe ones and and multiple. So I think he's more attuned to it than most quarterbacks. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. I would agree with you. He's in tune to it to the most quarterbacks. 
But that kid in San Francisco hadn't been battered and bruised. And his eyes was on that pass rush to, to oh, yeah. the week before. <laughs> he doesn't have two of his uh, injuries. I just think the Ravens pass rush, man, I think it's violent, Jeremy. Yeah. It's a violent crew, man. They they mean they mean you bad they have bad intentions for, for offensive players. Just just imagine when they get premier players at those positions. And I'm not knocking the guys that are here. Kyle Van Noy is a you know, a veteran, a journeyman. He's right. got eight sacks uh since starting at week four. Jadavian Clowney found life here where we were talking about him. Good player, but the sack numbers were never there for him. Right. Um and all those things. This scheme and what they developed, it's kind of like what we talk about with, um, you know, I mentioned Golden State all the time. Steph's great in the in scheme, but he would be great anywhere. Any scheme, yeah. And that's why I think when you get great pass rushers, which eventually that's going to happen here, depending on where you're drafting, free agency, all that stuff. Um, and I'm not knocking the guys here, but they do. They fit this scheme and, and everything's going well. And the fact that you have that, it lets you to allocate money elsewhere um, and paying your quarterback, going out and getting a receiver, paying a safety, you know, so all those things. Let's go to Rosedale again, Antonio. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing well, man. What's on your mind? I'm doing good. Good. Happy Friday, Happy Friday, Yvette. Happy Friday, Yvette. Is it good? Is it a good or a bad idea to not play Lamar Jackson at all this week against the Steelers? Have a wonderful day, guys. Hey, I told you before you leave. Before you leave, I'm going to say it's neither. I think it's a great idea. I think you take him out of harm's way, get him off his feet, let him rest and get ready for the divisional round of the playoffs, I think you can go on a run. So I, I think it's a great idea uh, not to play him. And thanks for the call, my man. Have, I, you, have you guys thought at all about – I mean, Ken and I were talking off the air yesterday um, about the Ravens. You know, like people look at it, oh, you want to beat the Steelers, you want to do this or that. No. You have a chance to eliminate Buffalo from the playoffs if Miami beats – you know, like the tiebreakers and everything else that has to go on. Steelers have to win. Bills need to win on the road against a banged-up Miami team, but it's still a rivalry game. So so what's 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 the scenario for the Bills to, get, to eliminate? They got to win, and I think the— I th- Who's got to win? Are they, the Bills. I think the no, Bills— No, I mean, what's the scenario for elimination? That Miami beats them and the Ravens beat the Steelers. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, the, the Steelers beat the Ravens. Um, so if Miami beats the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. and the Steelers beat the Ravens— I think the Bills are out. The Bills are out. I did see something really cool yesterday from our sister station down in D.C. on, on social media— Washington's not guaranteed the second spot. You know that like they have the same record. Yeah, Here's the weird thing that happens. Washington and the and the New England Patriots both lose. It matters what happens in the Atlanta New Orleans game. If Atlanta wins, the Patriots move up to the 2 spot. If they both lose. If Atlanta loses and New Orleans wins, uh Washington stays at the 2 spot to draft the quarterback they want. Getting back to that whole Buffalo Bills thing. Remember when Kevin Nash wrestled Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan took the finger Mm-hmm. Put him in the chest and he laid down. Yeah. I would be Kevin Nash if I was the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, hey, guys. It made Pittsburgh. People are like, I Hulk can't Hogan. believe you let the Steelers in the playoffs. Who cares? They ain't doing anything. They, ain't doing no, they have no bite to them whatsoever. Stop it. You know, Buffalo Bills, a little different. A little different. 410-583-1057 is the number. We give out shovels at 8 o'clock, but on the other side, Jeremy Conn, we enter your world. This is gonna I'm be stupid. A, a fun one today because we have, um, well, I say it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about a grieving widow who's 62. Her husband died. As long as nothing's in the butt. I'm going to tell you, well, something's coming out. Um, I'm going to tell you exactly what she's requesting. And she got approved, but I don't know if she's going to get what she wants. This is a loaded story that you're wanna, you're going to want to hear what she's requesting. We're also going to talk about a priest that cut off his own wang because he had a mental breakdown from a tick bite. And lastly, 
We're going to get to uh, some more crazy stories, as we got a ton of them here, as this thing is just so much fun. A highly contagious infection spread by feces breaks out in Portland as the homeless crisis sparks disease common in third world. This is scary. The Portland poop crisis. We talk about it next. All right, let's get stupid here. Let's start off with this poop story. It's poop again. In the last month, 45 cases of, is it called Shigella? Do you guys know? Has been found in Portland. A total from, uh, bring the total from uh, 2023 to, or bring in the total in 2023 to 218 people that have been uh, affected by this. Multnomah County warned homeless people and same-sex male partners are most at risk for the infection because of their lack of access to hygienic facilities. A highly contagious infection that has spread through particles of fecal matter has broken out in Portland with officials warning the homeless population. Shigella is a bacteria that spreads through human feces. And you can imagine with homeless people how bad this can get. And they said it's just getting out of control with the homeless population in Portland. And again, like when you look at homelessness in the area, like I'm driving around sometimes and you see the guys that have like uh, their tents set up in the woods and trying to live. But when I was working the, when I was delivering pizzas, we had a lot of homeless people in that area over on like Route 40 in Rossville. That's where like in the Rosedale area. And we had so many of those guys that were just like, they would hang out. They had a little area down there. They would, but Every time you're around them, you could just smell how bad it oh. was. And you can only imagine like how many different bacterias and things are going on. But it's got to be tough. But I don't know what you do to, to slow this down if you're going to stop. Like, I'm looking at one of the streets in Portland. I'm talking about tents in the woods here. This is right down a main street where there's like 30 tents of homeless people living in it. I don't know how this is even allowed, honestly. I, I don't know what gives people the right to just decide I'm going to live in your city streets and, you know, defecate in your streets and urinate and I, I, this is what I'm going to this is what I'm gonna do to, and to the you know detriment of health of everybody else we didn't deal with in New York you know we did <laughs> when things were really good we'd go by with the homeless outreach people with the vans offer them shelter and food and sandwiches and stuff and a shower and if we come to the shelter if we come back here tomorrow you're still here we're taking all your crap and you're getting arrested and it's getting thrown out and yeah. we did it and <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't know what I mean, they don't want to be there, but you don't know what the well, right they do. The to. problem is there's so much mental illness in the homeless community. And what happened was the reason we're in this mess is the hospitals had to release people because it was deemed it was unconstitutional whatever to hold them, even though they're mentally ill. So they just dumped them out of the hospitals. And then they lived in the streets. Then you get people you know, eating out of garbage cans, defecating in the street, like, and not taking their medicine. Like, who's benefiting from this? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's an ugly situation. San Francisco, everybody talks about Whoa. their homelessness. And now Portland is up there as well. I'm sure it's bad in New York. New York right? looks bad again. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this priest who cut off his penis. What? He had a crazed mental breakdown following a tick bite. That's right. Uh, a priest in the Czech Republic sliced off his own penis with a knife while allegedly driven psychotic by a tick bite. I don't want to mess with that tick. Man. We don't know exactly what happened. It was probably a health problem. The mayor of... Oh, Jesus, Ed. Say the... What's the name? Here. What's that name, Ed? <laughs> this Czechoslovakia. They've got like 30 consonants in one word and one vowel. That's like the opposite of Hawaiian, where it means a vowel. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, ow. Uh. How, how do you pronounce that town name? Uh Southern Bohemia. Right accent. Yep. Uh, according to Czech outlets, uh, locals first realized something was awry when the unarmed clergyman failed to show up to the prearranged meetings that they've had. Paramedics busted down his door, after which they found the priest lying unconscious in a pool of his own blood. With his penis severed. Man, that's some hateful stuff. Mm. He did his own. I, I know. It's even worse. Self-loathing. Yeah. 
I can see cutting off somebody else's. I can't imagine cutting off my own. I couldn't imagine cutting off somebody else's. Couldn't imagine cutting off my own. Wouldn't take long, but I couldn't imagine. If I had to choose, it'd be somebody else's. <laughs> All right, let's get to this last story because this yours or his. This is kind Come of here. Uh, this is a loaded story, pun intended. Grieving widow, sixty-two, wins right to what does she want from her dead husband? What do you think she wants? His money. Nope. You got any idea what he wants? Uh, what she wants there, Rob? So I figure out why Gina's wearing sequins. She's got a. She's going to the party. party. She's already. See you at the party, pal. A grieving okay. widow who is I'm sixty-two. <laughs> Wins right to extract sperm from dead husband. Ah, sixty-two-year-old woman in Australia has won the right to extract her husband's dead or dead husband's sperm, not his dead sperm, but faces an ongoing battle to be able to use it. The woman who has not been identified for legal reasons was looking into conceiving a child via surrogate when her sixty-one-year-old husband died suddenly. I got a question. I need an answer. How do you extract semen from a dead person, <laughs> Joe? Do you know anyone? I don't know. Go in and get it. Open them up. Maybe you got to open them up. I was waiting for a punchline. I thought. I thought maybe you were going to have one. She preserved and presented an urgent case before the Supreme Court next evening. I mean, you got to dig this guy up and extract in some way, somehow. The couple has been. They could have done this before, you know. Yeah, they they've been talking about having another child after their twenty nine year old daughter. Sixty one years, and you wait for me to die. I mean, you could have just frozen it like any time you were married. Yeah, but they didn't know. I just want to, how do you, in court, Seward ruled that there was no reason to believe the deceased man would have objected to this sperm being removed post-mortem. So because they believed he wouldn't reject to it, they're allowing it to happen, but they still don't know if she's going to be able to use it, which is another weird aspect of this. Who cares? According to the grieving wife, she tried to get the extraction handled shortly after her husband's death, but was forced to apply for the urgent order when the facility did not appoint a designated officer to handle the request. The court document said, get it. Anyway. People can't see what you're doing. What? What am I doing? <laughs> he got handled. The woman is going to have to use donor eggs because she's 62. Duh. I was going to ask how old she was. Yeah. Uh, planning to use a surrogate. It, uh, it's posthumous use of the sperm, so the child will never know it's dad. There's going to be an egg donor to have sperm inseminating those eggs, and we're going to transfer the embryo to a surrogate, and then that's So say discussed. this actually works in mm-hmm. this cockamamie plan. She's going to be 63 or 64 when she gives birth to this child. And probably dead shortly thereafter. I thought she wanted to give it to somebody else. She it's wants a, to well, give birth. It's a surrogate egg. Surrogate. Yeah, but no, but I think. No, it's for her, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think they're talking about her giving birth. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a surrogate that's going to carry it. But either it, way, you know. you're. Well, I, I'm not knocking people who are 60 that have kids, but like. I am. Okay. It's too old, man. It's too old. You're not going to be around to raise these kids. Well, you got plenty of time to do stuff with them. You're retired. <laughs> Hopefully. Anyway, that's your world of stupid. Thank you very much, Jeremy Codd. 410-583-1057 is the number. Gordon McGinnis joins us from PFF at 830. Can't wait for that. But on the other side, Ed Norris will get your shovel. A, uh, court, a bunch of court officers who uh, really didn't do a very good job. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The girls told the guy he fights like one. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter, at BBMS, 1057 The Fan. Shovel's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 